Bulls to make it 28 to 3. Arthur Blank loving it. Up by 25. Tossed away. All right, welcome to another episode of the 28 to 3 podcast. My name is Max. I'm here with Nick and Corey. Today, we are going to preview the upcoming Monday night football clash with the Carolina Panthers. So we'll start off by uh, previewing the offense, then we'll move on to the defense and special teams, and then we'll give predictions. So Corey, why don't you kick us off? Yeah, so, you know, going up against a division opponent, uh, Carolina Panthers, you think they are somewhat similar to the team we just faced in terms of what our offense is looking at going up against. Uh, now, I don't think that the Carolina Panthers defense is quite as stout, but they are a defense to be reckoned with. Uh, it's going to be another one of those games where it comes down to execution for the offense, where you know I think it is a defense that's aggressive. I think they're going to try to dial up the blitzes, especially after what they saw out of Penning. Uh, they're almost going to force us to... I see them forcing us to have to help Penning, uh, trying to then, you know, take away uh, some of those weapons. You know, I, I know that they've they've had their hands full in the past, seeing Alvin Kamara twice a season, most seasons anyway. Uh, so they're going to try to take advantage of the fact that, like we said last episode, that our backfield is really, you know, Jamal Williams and then whoever the hell else can do anything. You know, we're going to have to be putting other guys in the backfield uh, like we did with Olave. Uh, so, you know, again, it, it, for me, it, it comes down to execution, uh, really hoping that Penning, Hurst, uh, not really knocking so much of McCoy Ruiz, but, uh, especially Penning that, you know, it, like we said, last game was his second NFL start, uh, that he's able to get into the film room, make some changes, really take in the coaching and, and do something different to uh, correct to the best that he can the issues they dealt with last week. Uh, that said, you know, like I said, it is a, it is an aggressive defense from the Panthers that, that comes in. Uh, they've got defensive playmakers. They're pretty fast. I do hope to see Carmichael uh, be creative with that. Uh, he showed the creativity in the Titans game. They're, they're just more strong and stiff and just hard to move against. But I think there's going to be some options for the screen game to come back into play with the Panthers, especially if they're dialing up the up the field blitzes. Take advantage of that. Uh, you can run a screen with Jamal or, like we said, put another guy in the backfield. Uh, so, yeah, I hope to see more of that. Um, also, like we said, game one nowadays is like a fourth preseason game. So I think you're going to see more polish out of Carr. Uh, hard to knock much out of the receivers. You know, obviously you want Rashid to hold the ball. Uh, when he's being the return man. But, yeah, I, I think I, I look to see some improvement from the offense uh, in this one. Yeah, so, Nick, what do you, what do you have? Well, from the offensive st- standpoint, um, I think we're concerned about mainly their defensive line. They're a talented group, Derek Brown, Brian Burns. Um, the one thing they did pretty well against Atlanta this past weekend was pass rush, um, Ritter, didn't get a lot done. Um, he was efficient, but really no threat in the pass game. 
but they also gave up a ton of rushing yards. And, you know, it's kind of a game we really wish we had our full complement of running backs with AK in there. But I think staying disciplined and sticking with the run in this game probably makes a lot of sense. We need a help pinning and the left side of the line as much as we can. Um, I like the matchups of our receivers versus their DBs. We get to see Von Bell again, which is <laughs> nice. So, uh, you know, whoever he's guarding, let's target that as much <laughs> yeah. as possible. <laughs> yeah, run the post route towards him. <laughs> yep, run right at him. Um, so, from the you know, I think this is the strength of their team, obviously. We talked about this in some of the lead-up episodes to the season for the division in that um, I don't know if it was just me or – we all thought this was a tough game. Mm-hmm. Our first game on the road, um, you know, their defense at home cha- is going to be a little bit of a challenge. So I think even a little bit of a conservative approach here, make make their side, other side of the team beat us. Let's keep stick with the run, stick with the short pass game, protect our own offensive line, and stay aggressive, take our shots. But but let's let's be disciplined and try and sustain a few long drives and and. Uh, you know, keep their defense from getting a big splash play on us. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, to echo your point, you know, these guys are going to want to run the ball. You got a young quarterback. They're going to try to protect him by running the ball. So I think with us, we need to do the same thing. You know, the Falcons, they had 130 rushing yards against the Panthers defense last week. Both running backs averaged over five yards a carry. So the run running, the running game is there for us to go ahead and, and, and force our will upon them. Yep. So what I want to see is I want to see the offensive line step up and be a little more cohesive with their communication. You know, I, I'm worried about pinning on Brian Burns because Brian Burns, he, he profiles similarly to uh, Arden Key, um, you know, that, that longer, leaner, faster, explosive pass rusher. So hopefully we, we can focus on that going in and, and just have somebody ready to chip him or just help pinning out in general but I would like to see us lean on the running game you know like Nick said I really wish we had our full complement of running backs this week I think that would make this a whole different game than what it's going to be um Kendra Miller you know we don't know what his status is yet um I have a feeling this this injury is probably going to linger for a couple more weeks so this yeah. might be the Jamal Williams show yeah again if it is hopefully we can get Taysom a little more involved and you know, God forbid we we see some more Tony Tony Jones Jr. or Kirk Merrick. You know, throw somebody else in the mix because we gotta yeah. you gotta throw a little a change up every once in a while. Uh, I was gonna say have the same pitch. Over we didn't and mention over it again. last episode. Taysom only had eight touches. Or eight yeah, snaps. which it's it's criminally low. I mean, for all the good that Carmichael did creative wise, like let's let, let's get Taysom involved more. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is when you got an offensive line that that struggled the week before. You know, get back to to the simple. The old focus of just beat the guy in front of you, you know, yeah. and, and tell yeah. Penning, say, hey, we're going to run a simplified game plan. Just beat the guy you're lined up against. Hat on a hat. Get get a get some push. Just open up a hole. Yeah. He so, should talk to Michael Thomas, you know, his, which which was what are you focused on? Dominating yeah. the guy in front of me. <laughs> so I, I would I would expect to see a renewed focus on the running game this week. I think they'll try to establish it early and often, given that we, we struggled with it so much this past week, getting, I think, only 69 yards, if I'm not mistaken, total in the yeah. game. Yep. You know, and that was a, a tough 69 yards. This defensive front, not nearly as ominous as the one we just faced in Tennessee. They do have some 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 young horses on that defense, but none of them are up to the level of Jeffrey Simmons. Right. You know, it's a whole it's a whole different dynamic. Um, I'd like to see focus on the running game and get a few deep shots in there. Yeah. You know, put Olave and Shahid, you know, put them on opposite ends of the field. 
have him run some go routes, open up the middle every once in a while. Take a few shot plays. Keep him honest. Yeah. Keep him honest. You know, open up the middle for Jawan Johnson and Michael Thomas. This feels like a game where if you could take a few deep shots and you can get the running game going a little bit, Michael Thomas should eat. It's like the classic situation of where if you hit on the big plays, it's going to open up the scoreboard. If you miss, the Panthers will keep it close. Yeah. They're a team that, and the only two things I was going to add to the offense, I saw. Atlanta doing this looked like it had they had success with it running multiple tight ends outside the tackle we've got the personnel to do it you know we said it at the first half it's like good god we have four starting quality tight ends can we just throw some help on penning side you know don't even have to be penning side but let's use our tight ends in the running game you know I'm with you run 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 then take a shot but let's have the, the use the tight ends to your advantage uh, and then the only other thing I was going to add is that I like Derek Carr to exert his ability to be a veteran, potentially shine in this game because when you got an aggressive defense, you got one that's going to be trying to scheme, he's the one who can competently and confidently go up to the line, make the audible, and 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 and, and kill him. You know, I don't know that we've had that in a while. So I want to I want to see his his audibles at the line could be good. Yeah, and let me say this: if if we don't see Kendra Miller this week, I want to see Kirk Merritt. Yeah, I do. He, yeah. He's on the roster for a reason. If he's not hurt, then if he's not yeah. hurt, like let's see him. He's a former wide receiver. Right, the kid obviously has good enough hands. You know, put him in that position that we put Olave in last week, where he he motioned into the backfield and ran the option route. Yeah, do that with Merritt. Merritt's got it, it as much speed and explosion like, as Olave. Plus, he's two hundred and fifteen pounds. I didn't realize he was that heavy. He's a he's a solid solid specimen man get him involved though we need that change up you know and this was to Nick's credit he brought this up before the final cutdowns talking about how Merritt would make the most sense because he's that that dynamic skill set that you don't have with any of the other running backs other than uh, Kamara yeah and I guess Kendra but it's when with Kamara out you need to have that guy that's going to compliment Jamal Williams and right now we just don't have it we didn't have it last week and he's also not like some previously you know exciting unheard of before guys where it's their first year on the team and you you can just see their talent jumping off the field and off the page but uh you know they don't know the playbook yet because it's complicated Merritt was here last year so the he's got to know the playbook the playbook thing shouldn't be an issue so if if he's healthy and he's got the plays down then I agree with you like let him run there were a couple of plays in the preseason you know this year and last where you see him on the field he is fucking explosive he it's, runs in the four threes. Like the kid has a forty plus inch vertical. You know he he's he's explosive. He's got who was that speed? You know we're like because not everybody knows it's him getting the ball. And when you see this dude just taking off, like yeah, rock. So I'd look. I would love to see him get involved this week if Kendra is not playing. Now if Kendra's playing, I want to see the full the full uh, playbook with Kendra. And I'll say this: I hate when coaches say this, but I have to agree with him in this instance. If Kendra's not a hundred. With a hamstring injury, I don't hold him. See, I don't want to see him. Yeah, hold him. I don't want to see eighty-five percent Kendra. As much as eighty-five percent Kendra might be better than Merritt or anybody else we have out there, I don't want to see him. It it just is not worth it. That's a good point. You know. Um, that being said, though, let's let's get one of these two guys. I don't care which one it is. Somebody with some explosion. Somebody with some juice. Somebody. I mean, look, love Jamal, but put a running back back there with him. 
Yeah. If nothing else, do it for the passing game aspect because mm-hmm. that's what we need. Those guys, we couldn't keep them honest last week because there yeah. was no threat from anyone in the backfield. And yeah. the only play that came close to replicating what Camara brings to the offense was the Olave play. And we, we've referenced that, I think, five or six times over the last two episodes, <laughs> yeah. but it stood out that much. Like, yeah. you are missing that element of the passing game without Camara. And also, statistically, Carr's fantastic at a play action, and you don't have play action if they're not respecting the run. Yeah, and, and I also think Juwan Johnson has a bigger game this week. Sooner or later, Carr's going to go to him. He loves the tight end. He, he made a star out of Darren Waller. And uh, I think we're going to see Juwan catch fire at some point over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that'll again, like last week was a glorified preseason game. Yeah. In terms of, like, getting shit together uh it counted last i checked it did count and it's a win which is <laughs> the, uh, win. the most important thing so uh all right so what you got next for us we were well, we were talking about offense let's uh, move on to defense once you start defen- us off defensive preview yeah great start for the defense this past week amazing Adva- start advantageous uh tough uh affecting the quarterback you know i know it's said all the time that your uh, defensive line play or your overall pressure can't always be measured just by sacks alone. It's really how much are you affecting the quarterback? I think after watching a few of the snaps from the Panthers game, you know, uh, I didn't hear anything about Caden Ellis doing anything. He had nine last, tackles. But, yeah, nine hey, tackles. Nine ta- he okay. nine tackles. No sacks, hey, though. You know, uh, that was just bait to get y'all to uh, praise. Caden we're Ellis, not playing Caden, so, so let's not talk about him. Yeah, yet. but we're saving that. Guys like him, anyway, who we have definitely upgraded from, uh, will have the ability to make some noise in the Carolina backfield. And so, but again, that's as long as they're doing their job, right? So you hope that they, I think, you know, it's almost inverse from the offense. For the offense, you hope that they learn from certain mistakes or missed opportunities and improve on that. And the offense has a better game and you, feel like they're going to be motivated to, to do better with the defense you hope that they don't have the proverbial like let down or trap game where it's like we just went up against this really tough run offense we just stiff you know held derrick henry to 65 rushing yards sure he got his own one screenplay we made Tannehill, who you know when he's comfortable he can do some decent things but we affected Tannehill. like you hope the defense doesn't say we had a great game i'm not they're definitely not one to rest on their laurels with the uh, leadership they have in that room. But you just hope they don't take like a, a, a breath of relief from saying, all right, we did our job against the Titans. Now we have a somewhat arguably lesser opponent coming in. So maybe we can just uh, coast. I don't think they'll do that, but that's... With that's the deep, not the mentality of this team. It's not the mentality the of the team, but have. I think we if we keep pressing and having the same urgency... Uh, against the Panthers as we did against the Titans, we can really make things rough for Carolina's offense. Again, not to say that there's not going to be a play where Bryce Young doesn't break contain and do Bryce Young things, but if we at least minimize that, you know, uh, then I think we'll be in good shape. Yeah, I I feel like if we play anywhere near how we played Tennessee, this should be a bloodbath from the defensive side. I agree. Um, I hope so. Bryce Young was not good yesterday. Let's just be honest. Um, he looked like a rookie. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we all know what he can do, and, and that's probably going to change over time. But 
you know, it, it wasn't good. It was three and a half yards in attempt. It was couldn't get the ball to receivers. I think the res, the longest pass play was fourteen, 14 yards. yards. Yeah, the the. Biggest wide receiver game might have been 22 yards. Uh, let's see. probably No, 14. Long, the longest pass play, right. Total yeah. yards by a receiver, two for 23 for Terrence Marshall. I think uh, um, Hurst had a good game. Hurst, had, Hurst did a tight end, but again, easier to get the ball to the tight end. But he had trouble getting the ball outside for a big play. He couldn't do it. Right. And Atlanta's defense is nowhere near our level, level of defense. Yeah. Um, if the defensive line plays like it did this week, the secondary is going to lock up these receivers. There, there's no yeah. one on this team who we should fear at all. Um, tight end, maybe Hayden Hurst can find some openings here and there in, in you know in some of our zone. But I got to think this is kind of a runaway train for us on should defense. Be. Yeah, be. it comes down to execution. They just yeah. got to do it. I, they you know Miles Sanders is there, Chubba Hubbard. They ran the ball well this weekend. So I'd probably say that's the focus of the defense. Um, yeah. We gave up a couple rough runs, but overall pretty damn good last week too. If we hold them 100 or under in, in rushing yards, I find it really hard to see how they beat us this week. And that's me turning around from <laughs> preseason saying this might be a really tough game. They are at home. Let's not, you know. Well, we lost there two seasons in a row in right. week two. Right. It's, it's one of those no teams less. where regardless of ranking or – Perceived it's ability. A division game. It's, it's always tough. tough. Yeah. yeah, but I just I don't know if they can muster enough of our defense to to beat us. As, uh, as long as the defense comes in with their typical just push it till it's over mentality, doesn't take plays off, doesn't coast, doesn't look down on the opponent. If they treat this Carolina offense like they treated the Tennessee offense, that's when the bloodbath kicks in. Yeah, and I think to Nick's point. Carolina is going to try to establish the run at all costs because they know they need to take the pressure off of the rookie quarterback. Looking at the stats from yesterday, Sanders had 72 yards, Hubbard had 60, Bryce had 17 on scramble. So they had 154 yards rushing. Mm -hmm. All of them averaged over four carry. That's going to be their primary focus. They're going to try to establish the running game and and, try to hit a deep play here and there. But if we can stop the run – I think there's no reason we shouldn't be able to uh, lock this one up pretty quickly. Yeah, I think it's going to come down to, to they're going to try to have to get creative with their play calling and I think maybe their pace. I noticed that the team snaps, there's quite a disparity between uh, plays run by both offenses in the Falcons-Carolina game. Uh, Carolina ran, uh, where is it? So, total plays 72. For Carolina, and to forty-eight for Atlanta. I'm not worried about Atlanta, but just them running seventy-two plays at all. Maybe that's had a little bit to do with game flow and the way things shook out at the end. But seventy-two is a is a lot of snaps in an NFL game. So, you know, maybe they're going to try to play call, pace it up a little bit. Think they can uh, keep us from making certain adjustments, catch us in a certain kind of personnel. But you know, other than schemey type of you know, look for a trick play at some point out of this team uh, you know that's if if all goes to plan that's really the only uh potential issues or things to look out for i see for our defense yeah and looking at their receivers they don't have anyone that traditionally gives Lattimore trouble you know their right. guys are, are bigger guys and they're that's those are the guys that Lattimore feast on yeah. You know, Terrace Marshall hasn't done much of anything over his first couple of years. He's a bigger guy. 
Jonathan Mingo, he's big and fast, but look, this is a rookie who's who's he, he's probably not he's not there yet. Chenault, that's another one that's that's bigger, more physical. So these are the guys that Lattimore usually locks up with no problem. Yeah. And the way Adebo's been playing and, and Taylor in the slot, you got to think that we should be able to lock these guys up. I am curious to see who follows Hurst around because Hurst has been a solid player against us the last couple of years. He was in Atlanta before. And yeah. Look, he was a first-round pick a few years ago. So, you know, he's obviously got the talent at the tight end position. So it's just a matter of whether or not we can uh, keep him keep him in check. Cause that's the quarterback. That's a young quarterback's best friend is the tight end. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think Warner can match him really well. Uh, I don't think that we try to put DeMario on him. I mean, that'll probably change off depending on the situation and the formation. Warner makes the most sense. I but Warner say. definitely makes – I mean, he can run step for step. He could he could run circles around Hurst before the ball even gets there. Uh, it's just, you know, Hurst is a big frame guy. So if Bryce – and that, that's where it comes back to our defensive line, which we said was one of the highlights of the Titans game, where if they can keep Bryce uncomfortable, you know, then, then it doesn't allow him to put the ball – and it doesn't allow him to place the ball – to where guys like Hurst can use their frame to make a catch where the bigger receivers can frame out and box out our DBs. If, if we just keep Bryce uncomfortable, force him to run, please God keep contained because he can frustrate you on that end, uh, then that's, you know, just keep it on front of you, like you said. And I think, you know, we, we don't have a breakdown like we did on the Henry screen. This is going to be a short pass game offense. And – because of his inexperience, he's going to be dumping the ball down a lot. Last week, 12 of the 20 completions was to tight end or running back. That's yeah. what it's going to be. Let's not just allow those completions. Let's actually, you know, make sure we don't, you know, get surprised by a screen or leave Hurst uncovered in some, yeah. you know, in a zone formation, whatever. Are you advocating for remember me shots? I think we yeah. got fined for that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. I, I mean, love her memory show. Hey, I'm, I'm going to say this. I am happy <laughs> as hell to, to not see Christian McCaffrey on the other sideline anymore yeah. for these games because yeah. he has just been a nightmare to deal with. Um, but look, we've lost two in a row to this team in on week two in Carolina. Let's just go get the goddamn win this week. Yeah, plates. I, like, I feel like this team, because most of these guys on defense, with a few exceptions, have been around for yeah. the last couple of years for these losses, and it, it, they're inexcusable. You oh, yeah. Know, yeah. Jameis is losing to, to Baker last year. Um, I guess it was it would have been Darnold the year before we lost to him. Yeah, yeah. just brutal. When he had 40 passing yards. Yeah, yeah. well, that would, that's a whole different game, but Jesus <laughs> Christ. It, it's, there's no reason for us to lose this game. I'm not, I would not bet on the Saints because they will always screw me if I bet on them. But just, this would yeah. be the game for me to bet on them. Because this is, it feels like this is a, we've lost two in a row. We're not losing three in a row to this team with a rookie quarterback. Right. They've had cast-offs at quarterbacks the last two years. They've got a rookie this year. We have to win this game. His second game ever, his first primetime game, his first home game. You know, it, yeah, it has all the makings for, like, all the ingredients for us to go in there and do well. And I'll say this as a general kind of takeaway on this game or take, the Saints have caught a lot of shit for having a quote-unquote old roster, right? Well, on the flip side of that, this is a game where that helps you, right? You know, we're not worried about the big lights of Monday Night Football. Right. We're not worried about trying to make We've a guy who maybe we played in, like the young guys, 
that played against Bryce Young in college. Like, we're not trying to go get one back on him for some shit he did against us in college at Bama. You know, our guys are professionals. They're older. They've been around the block. They've played Monday Night Football games. Yeah. They are going on a business trip, and that's the mindset they need to have. It's just, like, don't get cute. You know, we traded Gardner Johnson. We don't need that shit in our in our room anymore. Like, keep contain on the quarterback and, and you know, like – do just your, don't make just, mistakes. Just don't make mistakes. Do your job. Right. I mean, don't try to do too much. Just it's like just you do said. your job. You said it, it. It's just do what you did this past week. We should be fine. Yeah. You know, pretty, pretty cut and dry. Um, it, why don't we move on to predictions? All right. All right. I think we'll save yours for last. I feel something spicy coming. Now, yeah, I mean, I know I'd, I'd let you down on my Marcus Mays hot I'm take. upset about that. I still I mean, I said he was going to be third in team in tackles. I don't know if you checked the tackle totals from the Titans that game, just but doesn't he move was the needle third. Me. He had five tackles and got stiff-armed into space as yeah. well. He's still in orbit. <laughs> he is still in orbit. I hope he comes back for uh, this next week so he can keep keep being third in tackles. Yeah. <laughs> um, Interesting hot prediction for you, but you know, I think I over maybe I overthought it. But I anyway, think, I think you did too. But that's that's neither here so, nor there. Yeah, that's all to say that there will surely be spicier takes along the way. Like, uh, well, actually, lead us off. What do you got? Do you have anything spicy this week, or are you keeping it pretty uh, pretty mild? Well, what do you want to do in terms of predictions? You just want to do just, straight, just tell, straight tell me, score. Tell us what you think is going to happen. Give us a final score and uh, just say, hey, I think I think we're going to win. I think we're going to lose, and this is going to be the score. Yeah, if if I mean, you think someone's going to have a big game and you're calling their shot for them, go ahead and call it. It's hard to get too spicy about this game. If this game. feels like a Marcus May three interception game, let us know. That's not his strength, though. We we know. Paul, <laughs> <laughs> he just happened to like be there. Um, but now, I, I, I see a Saints there. I see a Saints win in this one. Um, it's tough. Because it's just it's the Panthers. Part of me wants to say it's going to be a close game, but but there's just so many objective reasons for why it shouldn't be. Um, I still think while we're going to have some big plays, we're also going to have some. We're still going to have that those missed opportunities, a couple big plays that could have been. Uh, I like us getting to the 28 mark in points. I don't know that it's going to be one of your uh, Sean Payton style blowout games like we used to have sometimes against inferior opponents. Uh, but at, at the same time, I don't really see them getting more than 17. Uh, I think they're going to have, they're going to improve, put it this way. Like, I don't think they're going to just, cause the Panthers aren't going to come out, just lay down. Uh, so I'm going to call it uh 28, 17 saints, uh, big games. I look to who's the MVP of the game. One person doesn't need to be, I mean, not for offense and defense. Just give us one person who has the best game. I think your MVP of the game is going to be Pete Warner. Okay. Uh, because, That'll make Nick very happy. You know, he's, he's, going, he's going to be the one that catches Bryce Young out of the pocket the most. He's also going to be the one who could maybe jump some routes from Hayden Hurst. And he's also the one that can dial up a surprise blitz. And if there's anybody that can actually catch Bryce when he rolls out, it's him behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, so big game for Pete Warner. Uh, second in tackles this past week, but overall kind of quiet. But watch him uh, have some splash plays this coming cool. week. Yeah, he was good in coverage last week, too. Yeah. Um, Corey almost stole my score. My score was going to be 27-17. I think the first half probably 
probably looking at a little bit of a slow start again. Yeah. Um, I think we get up comfortably, maybe 13. Um, and maybe they score late to close it a little bit to get it, you know, if we're up 17 or maybe we win by a touchdown, 10 points. But I think comfortable in the end, second half, we kind of run away with it. Um, I'm going to bet we get three turnovers again. Um, MVP of the game, DeMario, uh, because I think the run game is the most essential thing we stop. I think they're going to try and plow Sanders. Yep. I think that's what it's going to do. You know, they're going to be super conservative, try and keep the game close as long as they can. So how well he performs, you know, that's partially defensive line, partially him, you know, but I say DeMario, double digit tackles, maybe a couple for a loss MVP. Okay, two defensive MVPs so far. Yeah, I think, uh, like Nick said, I think we start off slow again. You know, we still haven't shaken out all the cobwebs. Uh, my final score prediction, I'm going to say 24-12. to 12. I mm. think the defense holds them to four field goals, you know, one less than this week. Um, I think the offense, our offense, does continue to struggle just a little bit. I do think we'll be able to run the ball better. But I don't think we're going to be clicking on all cylinders yet. That's going to take a few more weeks. My pick for MVP, I'm going Elante Taylor. I just, I I smell an interception and like a fumble, a forced fumble or a fumble recovery from him. Okay. You know, he came real close last year a few times. You know, he should have had three or four interceptions. And for whatever reason, they were called back or he, he just dropped the ball. I feel like he's going to have a big game this week. I wouldn't be surprised if we see him matched up on Hurst. A few times, you know, and then uh, he's gonna he's gonna have a big game, I think. But I'm gonna go ahead and say 24 to 12 Saints win. Okay, so three defensive MVPs all picking the win. Who's real quick? Last thing, who's the best offensive player in the game for us? I'm gonna say this week, man. That's I'm going to Olave. Screw it. He's yeah. gonna have uh, he's gonna have a touchdown this week. Holding up, I the feel dudes. like he's gonna have 100 yards again. You know he's gonna he's gonna hit. I think that was a lobby driving by outside yeah. the uh, office. Just it was Shahid <laughs> running by. <it. laughs> yeah. Or maybe that was Marcus May still in orbit. Just I'm gonna go ahead and say Olave has uh, eight catches for about one one thirty five. He catches yeah. he catches a long one and he gets a touchdown. This he would have been close to like one seventy if he caught the one. Thing yeah, exactly. Yeah. So was, I think I think he gets about one one thirty five and a touchdown this week. Okay, and he's your best offensive player. Okay, I can see. I I, I don't know why I feel. Carr's not going to be there yet. Like I, I feel maybe another yeah. interception or, or something's going to happen, but I think Olave is your guy this week. Carr's going to have his moments of trying to do a little too much, like he admitted, which is great for the accountability. I'm going to go Mike Thomas, um, mainly because I think they'll probably put Dante Jackson on him. Uh, JC's probably going to follow Olave, wouldn't you think? Yeah, yeah, you would think. But that also opens an opportunity for Shahid because I don't know what they have behind those two. So I just I just see MT us going short pass game primarily against what I think so heavily inferior corner. Well, there's a Von Bell back there, so there uh, hopefully and he'll run be right through him, holding yeah, deuces uh, <laughs> as they pass him by. So Who I'm gonna go gonna Mike play? Thomas. I'm gonna go nine for like ninety five with a touchdown. Okay. Yeah, I think this is the. It's the Juwan Johnson game on offense. I could see it. Uh, just, you know, there are a couple plays where I think Carr is going to look look at film, do his thing. He's a smart quarterback. 
a couple plays where if he throws it on the second step, Juwan was there in the seam. He might not be used to, you know, his tight ends getting up the seam that quick, to yep. be honest. And, uh, yeah, I think we can catch, you know, catch him uh, off guard a little and bit. And if it's Vaughn Bell, he will eat. Yes, he will. <laughs> Juwan Johnson will eat. Correct. Yes, yes. Vaughn Bell will be hungry. Um, all right, so that's going to wrap it up uh, for our uh, Panthers preview. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you guys next week for the review of the Panthers game. Yeah, here's to a win. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the 28-3 to 3 podcast. What a